Off the Ball. Find us on Twitter at Off the Ball. News Talk 106 to 108. Now then, you're welcome back. So it's been a red letter day here on Off the Ball. I'm sure you would have seen this morning. Ronan O'Gara has joined up. We are delighted to have him. But GAA season is up and running. We decided we needed to make a big name signing. We needed a target man. We needed good hands. We needed a winning smile. Kieran Donaghy, you're very welcome. Thanks a million. Thanks a million, bye. Welcome good, aboard. Good to be here. Yeah, great yeah. to be here. Yeah, looking forward to it. You've crossed over to the dark side media. Yeah, I, I wouldn't really call it crossover. I was always very open to the media. That's so, true. You know, uh, it's kind of keeps me involved in the game. It's, you know, it's, it's exciting. I kind of, I'm a talker in a way. Um, yes, so. you're made for off the ball, I think. Yeah, hopefully. That's, that's the plan. So uh, you're going to be pretty involved. You're going to be on the evening show with myself and Nathan from time to time, pretty yeah. regularly, especially across the summer when things ramp up and over the league. You're going to be on OTBAM with Jaron Owen. You're going to be on our new football show as well, which is on across the year. And maybe even doing a bit of presenting yourself. You're a Pardon the Interruption fan. There may be a Pardon the Interruption-esque type show, which you're yeah, I think hosting. Exactly, yeah. Looking forward to getting stuck into that. Um, I just think it'll be something different. You get to cover a, a, a wide variety of sports. And I think, you know, I think the people, most of the people that listen to Off The Ball, you know, we get a piece of everything. We get our piece of horse racing. We get our bit of American sports. We get our, obviously, our Irish games, the Premiership, um, La Liga, all that kind of stuff. So they're all stuff that, you know, I spend a lot of time sitting down when I get a chance to watch yeah, a bit of TV. Good. So looking forward to getting stuck into it. Uh, how's retirement been? And I suppose not so much in the sense that you're now... Um, out of it a few months and watching games because with basketball you would have been watching the occasional league game anyway you weren't always back straight away I almost mean not being around the gym it is now a landmark in sport that you have to leave the WhatsApp group yeah all of these moments yeah reality is starting to hit home yeah How have you found it because it is an adjustment it's not easy it, you know it's not easy um, and you know uh, and and don't take me lightly on this people struggle with it and um, I always had the feeling that I wouldn't struggle with it. Um, Why do you think that was? One, because I'm, I'm, I'm busy and, and busy is good. And I think that's what a lot of the professional sports stars struggle with. They finish and all of a sudden this routine and this training and diet and all this is gone and they actually don't know what to do. Whereas, you know, the last few years, and I think the aim and Fitzmaurice credit, he, lo- he loved me play the basketball. You know, I knew I could work hard during that part of the season as well with my job. I was getting my gym work in and I knew then come the summer that it'd have to be kind of football takes takes precedence and it's number one. So, you know, that was that was the goal of it, you know, and it'll probably kind of stay like this because we all know, I know club football, I'm in with Aston Stacks, they're in the gym eating the weights. Yeah. Um, I put it off long enough, I'm back in next week, which will be a rude awakening. Good. But yeah, so I knew it'll be, I knew that not much is changing. Of course, you're out of the Kerry setup, which is a, is, is a big blow because, you know, that's the... For a, from a kid from Kerry, that's the, the dream to be involved with playing with Kerry. So I was very, very lucky to, mm. to be able to be there for so long and that injury didn't pull me out early or circumstances didn't get me away from it or, you know, I was able to kind of, you know, make my own call in it, which was, which was great. And yeah. so, yeah, not, not too much has changed, but I am out of the bubble. I'm not in the gym with the boys. 
you know, I'm lucky enough to be very friendly with a lot of them, so I'll, I'll keep in touch. Without uh, being that annoying fella asking how things are going and training. Uh, absolutely, yeah, no, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be very, uh, I'll be wary of that, as we'd say down in Kerry. Uh, but we, they'll we, only have to lie to your face, is the problem. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll have no, pro- they'll have no problem doing that either, I'm sure. They're, they're, they're cute enough, they're well used to it. So the body's good in the sense that you're obviously going to continue with Austin Stacks for the next however long, mm-hmm. maybe even years, mm-hmm. and basketball as well. Yeah. You'll keep trucking? I will, yeah. Um, as long as I'm lucky enough and as the body will carry me and um, yeah, I, I, I enjoy it, I love it, I, I, I kind of feel like I need you know, to keep the competitive edge going, basketball certainly is, we're tied for second in the table, again like the last few years there's four or five teams in the hunt for the, for the Super League trophy so there's nine or ten games to go so it's, it's very, um, it's every, like every, even training last night was all, we're still tweaking, we're nipping picking at things and we're yeah. trying to improve all the time so that gets you going it, it, yeah that, I love that part of it I love yeah. trying to get better as a team more so than you know an individual thing I love trying to figure out how we can be better mm. and, and coming up with ideas in that front and with regard to punditry and coming on board with off the ball for instance did any part of you think it's a bit too soon I'm a bit too friendly with too many players in that Kerry team for one thing and maybe I should just take a step back for a year or did you know right away I want to get stuck in here uh it kind of, I think the boys, the boys will know me, you know, the boys will know, and I think whatever I say, they'll, they'll take in, in, you know, in, in, in goodwill, they'll know it's coming from the right place. Mm. Um, I won't be out lassoing anybody at all, but, you know, I, I will be calling it as I see it, but at the same time, you know, management is something that interests me, so it's a good way to keep in touch, it's a good way to be getting behind the goals footage, it's a good way to be getting, yeah. I might be doing a lot of research, but I'm also learning all the time, so I'm kind of, I'm also kind of, you know, thinking that you don't want to be away from it too long if you go into the world of management. Mm. So then there's a part of me kind of saying that this is a good way to, to keep me in the loop okay. for, for, for something that might happen in a few years down the road. Well, good, okay. We'll give James Warren a few years to win an All-Ireland, and then uh, you can go and win a few All-Irelands with Kerry, and we'll have a little... That's revolving what, door. That's yeah, how Nate, that's what Nathan wants in I'm sure. <laughs> uh, right, uh, let's kick things off. We're going to start you off with a quick fire. Oh yeah. Hit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We've been on. Listeners have been coming in with some uh, questions. They want okay. to get your thoughts on. Uh, we'll get the ball rolling. We don't have time in our brief time together today to get through all of football's ills. Okay. There's a full year ahead to do that. Don't yeah, worry. no problem. Generally, negativity and moaning. Just a tip. Goes very well with the GAA. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that negative. <laughs> I'm not much of a moaner. So. No, that's true. Okay. We are going to start your quick, quick fire OTB introductory hit now. Are you ready? Okay. This won't be long. Two minutes, quick answers. You can give me a why here as well. Okay. Your favourite GA pundit? Uh, Joe Bradley. Why? Because he's mad. Toughest opponent and why? Uh, Aidan O'Mahony. Hardy. Hard as nails. Steph, Curry or LeBron? Uh, LeBron. If you could change one rule in football? I'd bring in the 50 metre mark rule from the Aussie rules and take away the black card and yellow cards and all them sim bins and all that kind of stuff. What's Donny's go-to on Netflix at the moment? Uh, love. Outside of GAA, who's your favourite sports pundit? Um, outside of GAA, who's my favourite sports pundit? Uh, Charles Barkley. What is your OTB walk-on music in future? Um, Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger. Does football need a tiered championship? Yes. Most likely to stop Dublin in 2019? Mayo or Kerry. Kieran Donaghy's pre-game superstitions? Socks up. 2019 All-Ireland Football Champions? 
Kerry. 2019 All-Ireland Hurling Champions. Galway. NBA Final Winners. Warriors. Done. We're done. Right, I'm picking you up on your first issue then. All-Ireland Football Champions 2019 Kerry. I'm calling bullshit on that. In yeah. a massive way. Yeah. yeah. Come off it. Go on, give me. I don't need to explain why not. You give me. <coughs> I, 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 I think that the new management structure have come in and I think the real focus of what they've maybe seen as a, as a, as a, um, a weak part of our game or somewhere we weren't too efficient on over the last few years defensively. Yeah. Ten, goal, um, ten goals conceded in the league last year. Clearly they've decided to button down on that so far this year. Exactly. I think we conceded 5-23 in the first two games last year. We've conceded 20 points this year with no actual goal chance at all. So that's only in a very short space of time. Tommy Griffin in, is in there. I'd say Peter would have worked with him closely on the defensive side with the minors the last few years. Yeah. And then he's also added in Donny Buckley, who, as we know, got Mayo's tackling to an excellent level over the years. So I, I would say Peter is really trying to focus in in that part of the game to get us more defensively sound. I think if we, if we can keep that up and we can keep improving on it um, and we're bringing in the pace of the guys that we saw last year, the Tom Sullivans, the Breen Begley's, um, and you've them attacking, getting us out of that. Mm. And then you, if you can get Clifford Ganey and I don't know who fit, mm. and get it up to them, whatever way, whatever way you line them up up there, I just think you've a chance in any game. I think they'll also be very sore that they didn't get out of the Super 8s last year, so that'll be a major mm. uh, bone of contention for them. So I see them really not getting caught like they did last year, like we did last year against Galway in that first game where all of a sudden we're like, Oh shit! We're going to have to, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, no, we have to go to Clonus and get a result. Whereas you know that game was coming, but you never really. You always thought that you know, er, we, we'll get a result. We'll find a way to get a result. It doesn't happen. So I uh, look. I, you make a compelling argument that Kerry are going to improve. There's yeah. no doubt they will. Yeah. But closing that gap on Dublin, I don't suspect Kerry are going to come all the way to Dublin's level. Do you suspect Dublin are going to have to come back a little bit? And, and you're thinking they might come back. I think there'll be. I think there'll of course there'll be a bit of boating it. It's very hard to make history. They're going for five in a row. Mm. You know, there's a few other key players getting a bit older all the time. You know, saying that they're bringing through unbelievable youth. So, um, just that the bomber listing told me an awful long time ago that it's hard to make history. And Kilkenny have tried it, and the Great Kerry team have tried it, and these boys will try it, and mm. they are probably in the best position to do it because of the squad they have. And in some ways, they are making history as they've gone on over the last number of years. Yeah, well, you have to get five to make the history because teams have done four before. So when I'm saying it's hard to make history, that's what I'm talking about but, is getting with, that within the pressure cooker of Dublin. They're breaking all sorts of records about what's in terms of what's gone before them. And you know, beyond the four in a row, go back to since 2011, they're doing remarkable things. They are, because they've got the team top. Yeah, so it strikes me actually they'll take five in a row and they won't be blasé about it and won't shrug their shoulders, but I think they'll handle it. I, 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 that's very possible. They, like that's, that's, the, that's all well and good, but when it, when it starts being an everyday thing and fellas, are, you'll get to semi-final or you're getting to a final and it's, just being, it's coming at you left, right and centre. It's just a... You say, I'm not thinking about it, I'm not thinking about it, I'm not thinking about it, but you are, and it's kind of, it's a wasteful energy, and I just think... That's an interesting point, wasteful energy. So have you, have you experienced anything I have. We, a parallel I, to that? I think I have, I haven't really, because Dublin have obviously done the three in a row yeah. since, but when we were going for three in a row against Tyrone, and, you know, two in a row was a huge thing, it hadn't been done in 20 years, and we did it. I was like, oh, seven, oh my God, we're after going back to back, isn't that yeah. great? Straight away, it was nothing but back to back. It was all well. You have to kind of do the three in a row. Okay. You know, the, this Kerry team did the three in a row, and that Kerry team did the three in a row. And if you want to be up there with them teams, this is what you have to do. So, did you sense at the time as that season was progressing? I don't like the feel of this. 
No, we didn't because we were we were we were bar a blip in the last ten minutes of the semi final against Cork in 08, We were we were solid enough throughout the year, and we were looking forward to getting another chance against Tyrone in the final. So in my eyes, it was all falling perfectly. Okay. We should have beaten Cork the first day. Dara got sent off. He rabbit punched Pierce O'Neill out in the middle of the field. He was gone. He was going to miss the final. We were nine, We were six points up or something with three or four minutes to go. Cork got a goal, got a penalty a minute later. We're all walking off the pitch. It's a draw. Mm. Dara's above rubbing his hands, kind of going, it'd be Cork in the replay and I'll be back for a final. Yes. So we had that back, we, Galvin was coming back after the six month ban, so we thought, I was kind of thinking, you know, it's, it's, it's here, working yeah. out nicely, we're getting two guys that we probably mightn't have had, now we're getting them back for a final. You know, Tyrone played, had some inspirational plays in the day to, to, mm. to wrestle momentum off us at times, we got it back, we were level with 10 or 15 minutes to go, but you know. There, there you go again, they maybe wanted it a bit more, so, they were so, three years without one. Yeah, in hindsight, what role do you feel the quote-unquote pressure of three in a row played? I just think it's that it's that it's it's not that it's nothing to do with the game. I feel because you can't think you're not out there going, oh my god, we're trying to do three yes, in a row. Okay. So it's, it's not in your head. In you're not the nervous game. on the pitch. You're not nervous it? on no. the pitch. It's just the it's the it's the non-stop in the lead up to it. Yeah. Okay. I was working in the bank at the time. I couldn't shake it. You know what I mean? Like, mm. did I play well? I didn't perform to my what I wanted to do. Half my family is from Tyrone, three in a row, listening to it every day in the bank. It just built up in me and I, I, I didn't give my, my one of my better performances yeah. in the Nile Island no, final. So I, I, I don't know. And then there's the, other, there's the other side of the hunger of the opposition. And Monaghan could have beaten us that year in a quarter final or maybe uh, um, at the last qualifier round. They had us and we got out of jail. So it's the hunger of the other teams wanting to beat you. It's the Mayos coming this year. It's the Monaghan's, it's the Galway's, it's the Kerry's. They're all coming for you. And they've been coming for Dublin for four years. And don't get me wrong, Dublin have swatted us all away. But, you know, it's just it's that five in a row. It's, it's going to take it's a tough. team to do it. And yeah, it's tough. It's interesting because Billy Joe Padden was on last night. Mm. And I put it to him that around this time, or maybe a bit later in the year, but certainly at the, early on in the summer last year, I remember Billy Joe and I talking and I said to him, I have a feeling this could be Dublin's easiest All-Ireland yet because Mayo weren't going well. And we were talking last night and he says, I'm already starting to get the same feeling that actually far from this being in the trenches and difficult and full of pressure, this could be another, it's the wrong word to use, but this could be another easy Dublin mm -hmm. All-Ireland in comparison with previous years. Mm -hmm. So it's good that you're not seeing it that way. They're, ha they're, they're, they're early they're, days as well. Yeah, but they're hard won. All Ireland's are hard won. Last, year, last year's was not hard won by Dublin standards. It wasn't. You're right. But every other one before that was. It was war. So I'm wondering, yeah. are Mayo the only team? Mayo certainly, from from the game I watched in Healy Park last week, and the type of players they've found, the Fionn McDonough's, big, tall, rangy, athletic guys. Mm. You know, I love the fact that they had Dermot O'Connor in the midfield now, who again is a runner. You know, that half-back line of Keegan, Boyle and Durkin is, is you know, you're probably going to get four or five points off of that half-back line. And they'll mark their men, and they're tough, and they're hungry, they're starved, they're actually out of their mind. <laughs> so they're going to be right, they're going to be at the pitch of it. Andy Moran's come back, Yeah. You know, uh, you know, and he's not coming back for... The crack. The crack. <laughs> Andy wants to get a medal, yeah. and you know, and Mayo want a medal badly, um, and they will be, they will be, they'll be, they'll be hard stopped this year. And again, there'll be a crowd that you'll have to go to Castlebar for a game. No, they missed the Super Eights last year, but it was a bit freakish how they missed it. Yeah, you're going to have to go to Castlebar in a championship game with thirty-five thousand Mayo people out of their mind above there. <laughs> you're, you're gonna you're gonna struggle to come out of there with a result, whoever goes up there. Yeah. Um so it's it's really 
you know, and you know, they'll can see them nudging their way into semi final and yeah, they've 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 really matched Dublin well when they've when they've matched them um in the last few years. Um you know, and you like Kerry last year was, was an awful disappointment with the with the fact that we didn't get to a semi final. It was it was a huge disappointment. But like the four retirements really, myself included, didn't have a major influence on what Kerry were doing last year. I think all the younger guys that have been that have been kind of minded by the David Morns and the Paul Murphys and the Ty Morleys and these fellas, these younger fellas are now another year older. Yeah. Shawnee Shea's looked at that he's come on a bit. Clifford will be Clifford. You know, so you know, dare the dare the dare the like Monaghan Monaghan frustrate me at times because I like them as 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 a team, and when they're playing well, they're really good to watch. But they're, they're, they they let you down sometimes too quickly for my liking. Mm. Um, like they had a massive win against Dublin, and they go lose to Roscommon on the road. Like you know, it's it's you just want a bit more consistency. But on their day in Crow Park, yeah, I know true. all about it. They should have beaten us in 07 and 08. On their day, they could be dangerous again this year. So there's a lot of teams okay. that can. Okay, you've reinvigorated my hopes. Well, good. Um, before you go, uh, just in general terms, uh, Jim Gavin, after the Monaghan game, uh, rare for him, uh, got up and made comments about the state of the game, you know, mm. talked about, in his eyes, fairly nonsensical uh, state of affairs where the mark is here for the next four or five, six games and then disappearing for the summertime. Like, well, I'm a coach, what am I meant to do with that? You know, it's nonsense. But the line which jumped out at me from Jim Gavin was that the hierarchy in the GEA the rules committee, all these people who are overseeing the game, they've never articulated vi a vision, was the phrase used, they've never articulated a vision for where they want the game of football to get to. Yeah. Uh, and there's a general sense that we're in a bit of trouble here with football. Your thoughts on the state of the game generally? It's a big topic to open with not much time, but did you enjoy playing it less as it went on? Do you enjoy watching it less? And what can we do to fix that, if fixing is what needs to be done? I think what we have too much in football. Um, hurling last year was, everybody was raving, it was great, okay? Football was the odd. So you can't compare them as games, first of all, but what's separating them at the moment is a lot of tight contests in the hurling, a lot of great games, you don't really know who's gonna win, mm. a lot of massive battles, close games between very good teams. Compare that to the football. We don't really get that to, you know, you were hoping to get it in the Super 8s and we didn't even get it last year. Monaghan and Kerry was the best game because it was a close game. Yeah. That's all. That's what made it the best game. It wasn't great football. Both you teams made goals, but whatever. But whatever. <laughs> um, I think, you were talking about the mark. What does the mark bring in? The opportunity for more 50-50 balls to be kicked into forwards. A bit more excitement if you're at a game and you see that ball going in. There's a bit of excitement around it. You know, a man can catch it, kick a point, he can catch it and give it off to somebody. Hurling is brilliant that way. There's balls flaked in on top of fellas. It's best man wins. Um, and I think late on in football games is where most of the frustration happens if even a game is within three or four points because your black cards, your sin bins, whatever you want to call it, that rule, that's the one rule that I think is 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 making the balls of it in essence. It's not it's not delivering on what it's supposed to do. You're getting patted on the back for being in the sin bin with three minutes to go if you pull down a fellow going through on goals. Mm -hmm. You were being patted in the back if you took a, a black card. That shouldn't be the way. So the 50 meter rule, they have in the Aussie rules, is the most simple rule to ref. No, you don't need boards, you don't need fourth officials. If the if a cynical foul happens anywhere on the pitch, the ref blows the whistle, runs 50 meters up the pitch, Boys put on the ball, bang it over the bar, you're punishing the scoreboard, and all of a sudden you've mm. teammates 
if you're on my team and you pull some fella down in the middle of the field and they go in and get a 13 yard free, I'm telling you, you know, Joe, cut that out. We sure. don't need a tackle properly. You know, maybe maybe look at look look at it that way. If the if the cynical fall happens inside the 21, if you get it and you beat your corner back and you're bearing through and he pulls you down, automatic penalty. No cards, no fuss, no wasting time. Mm. The Aussie rules have it for if you don't give the ball back in the full. So if I have it and I'm fouled and I... Uh, or if, I, if you have it and you're fouled and the ball spills to me, what happens in the G, you know, is I kick the ball away or roll it away. Mm. The ref, at the worst case, would bring it up 10 yards. By that case, we've everybody back. And what, what about the more general trends, i.e. too many games where we flick it on of a Sunday to watch a match and there is endless lateral hand passing back and forth. Teams are well set defensively now, which is admirable and the game is moving on. And equally, teams in possession don't want to give away possession needlessly, which I think is admirable and a sign of sophistication. The game is starting to understand the value of possession. That's mm -hmm. a good thing. Mm -hmm. However, mm -hmm. those two things colliding right now are making for an, aw an awful lot of middle third nothingness. Yeah, that's, that's, that's that, a is a that is yeah. a conundrum when it is tight because you can't force teams to give away the ball. No. You know, you see... You can incentivise them to take more risk. That's yeah. what we're trying to do with the mark, I suppose. It, it is, and, and you, asked, you wondered by Jim Gavin, why is he working on it? He's not working on it because it's not no. going to come into effect for 18 months. So, you know, they had, they had 18 times they kicked the ball in against Monaghan that it bounced once or twice before it hit a fell in the chest. Mm. The reason that that's not hitting the fell in the chest straight away is it's a harder kick. There's more risk to it. Technically, it's, it's, more, it's harder to pull off that. Yeah. You know, it's easier to bounce it a few yards short. Um... So again, that's that's them not risking the ball in because that's the way they're going to play in the championship. Mm. And I understand completely yeah. why he's doing that. If I was going for five in a row, I wouldn't give a shit what rules they brought in the league. Yeah. I wouldn't be playing to them. I'd be playing my normal style, trying to coach that. That's that's a hard one to figure out. But I think I think what's helping that is is and what's going to help it. That kind of stuff you're talking about mm. is a team winning and taking a black card and a guy is off in a sin bin and now they're 14 men behind the ball and the team are trying to figure it out or vice versa, a team is trying to score our team is trying to hold on to a lead and they're just going backwards it's it's a hard one to try and you know, what you really want then is when a team is passing around the back line is you want the team to go on an all out press, press. Yeah. exactly, but you know, I just don't think the coaching has got to that degree, like if we're losing a basketball game if we're down eight points in the basketball yeah. game with two minutes to go, we're in a full court press. And what you're actually giving up is the opportunity that they're going to get an easy layup, yeah. which i.e. be like an easy point. But you get the ball back. So now you get a chance to go up and get a goal. Mm. Or in basketball, we get a chance to go up and get a three-pointer to yeah. lower the... But what we do is... is and we, we experienced it with Donegal in 14. We were three or four points up with five or six minutes to go. And they're sitting back in their, in their blanket because that's just... That's what they were doing. Mm. And... But it has to be more than that. Like you have to have a, a game plan that if we're losing by four or five points with ten minutes to go, what are we doing? Mm. We should be up. We should be forcing fellas to beat us, and then you chase them down from behind. So they have to make a decision with you coming from behind yeah. rather than standing yeah. off them and allowing them to pass it around. So I think that's an actual coaching thing that we have to get better at um, from a playing and uh, from a players and a coaching perspective. Is that hold on a minute? Let's give up a point. Yeah. Worst case scenario. Yeah. We go to four down, but we get the ball back. Can we then go up and work a goal? That's the chance you have to take. There's no point chasing the ball around for five minutes and not get it. Yeah. So I think that's that's on us as players and coaches to improve. You're, a team is never going to be kicking the ball up for grabs with three minutes to go when they're winning by a goal. It's just not going. They're going to hold onto the ball, but you have to force them to hold onto it in areas they don't want to hold onto it. So that's that's a whole another ball game. But 
you know, I still think there's certain, the, the tier championship thing that you mentioned earlier on. Well, then you get your close games. You get you your know, close a games. A close finish covers up a lot. And it mightn't even be necessarily close games, but it could be Kerry going up to Donegal or in Division 2 now, Kerry going up to Belly Buffet. It's just, that's a hard game to call. Yeah. You know, that's a hard game to call. Dublin going to Belly Buffet is a hard game to call, but it's a Division 1 and Division 2 team, but you're never going to have that if Dublin are going down to Wicklow. You might have it hard for a few minutes. Mm. I, I don't understand why the Division 3 and Division 4 teams don't want a structure where they can get up into Division 2 or turning. get up. I think it's turning. Is I think it, yeah, I, think I think the latest surveys are starting to suggest I, they understand if, what's, if, what's the point in taking hammerings. Yeah, if I was playing with them teams training all year and my family and all that were out to watch me, yeah, you get a big day out and it might be on TV against Dublin, but geez, I'd prefer to get into TV, into, uh, uh, you know, and we have it in the hurling. It's, it's you know, yeah. teams know they can't be competitive yeah. with the top teams in the yeah. hurling and they're happy to go n nose to nose with other teams, get good games and have that bit of feel-good value coming out after mm -hmm. a win, whereas... Um, I agree with you. I think it's the biggest issue right now. It's the easiest fix. It's the easiest fix, but again, this, you have to go through Congress and how long that takes, five years. And we'll do the Congress show with you in a couple of weeks' time when, no. when, you're, when you're well settled. <laughs> uh, listen, I can already tell this is going to be fun. We're all delighted you're here. No bother, thanks. I have just got word from reception. You drove in, did you? I did. You're parked in Pat Kenny space. That's a sackable offence. I was told to park in Pat Kenny's face. It's a sackable <laughs> offence. I was only too delighted to park as he came. You realise if Pat Kenny knows this, you're a dead man. <laughs> Tell him I'll meet him downstairs in the car park there in two minutes. <laughs> We've never seen the last person who parked in Pat Kenny's face. <laughs> He's gone missing. Never last seen that oh, very day. Jesus. Uh, last chance, who's going to win the All-Ireland 2019? Uh, Dublin will pile under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran Donaghy, welcome aboard, come on. Yeah, thanks a million, Joe. Off the ball. Find us on Twitter at Off the Ball. News Talk 106 to 108.